Welcome back to the show, mamas. I hope you're having a great start of your week. I wanted to fill you in on a couple of things. Uh, When I started this podcast back on New Year's Eve of 2021, I told myself that I was going to do six months and then readjust and see kind of where we're at, where we were headed, and what were going to be the next steps for this podcast. So we are coming up on that six-month mark uh, as we end June. We'll have completed six full months every single week of this podcast. The outpouring and love and support that you guys have given me is amazing. I could not have asked for better reviews and better listeners. But I know that summer is a really busy time for a lot of people. So we're going to have this episode, which is going to kick off summer for us, and then one more episode in June. And then I'm going to take a little break in July and August. I might pop on when something exciting comes to mind and God puts something on my heart. I might pop on once in July and August, but when the kids get back into school and life settles down a little more into the fall, I'm going to re-up on my podcast and we will come back with all brand new content. And so I hope that you enjoy this episode, which is entitled Keeping Your Kids Busy This Summer. So enjoy. Hey, mamas, you're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a faith-driven show for moms on the merry-go-round of motherhood. I'm Melissa Wheelahan, your host. I'm a mom, educator, entrepreneur, coach, and trainer. I have spent the last 25 years being a mom, and believe me, I have been through it all. The one constant in my journey has definitely been Jesus. So I'm on a mission to help other moms stop feeling overwhelmed, overcommitted, and all alone. I believe that when you center your motherhood journey in your identity in Christ, build community with other moms, and let go of societal norms that can get in the way, you will experience the abundant life that we are promised through Christ's grace and love. If you are ready to get unfiltered, unhinged, and unapologetically authentic, then you have come to the right place. Pull up a seat, grab a cozy blanket, and maybe even a cup of tea, because we are jumping off this merry-go-round with hearts open and hands up. Let's go. Okay, here we go. So as you know, I have three kids, but they are all adults. And I've been thinking a lot lately about what I did when the kids hit summertime because now I'm planning vacations with my husband to go do things, just him and I, and and we took a couple trips with the kids. But really, I I had to think back, like, what was I doing to help keep them busy? And so many of my friends that their 
kids are out of school now or they're ending school and they're planning summer. And I was like, man, I need to do an episode on some fun ways to keep your kids busy based on things that I remember doing when my kids were little. So I've come up with seven different things that you can do to keep kids busy this summer. You probably already know all of these things, but maybe just a little reminder for you. I thought this would be fun. I'm not doing a Bible verse. This is just an off-the-cuff Uh, keeping kids busy this summer podcast for you. So some of the things that I think about when we were, when the kids were um, younger is the first thing we did every summer, right before we got summer started, was we made a list. So I had the kids make a list of all the things that they wanted to do. And they would sometimes have some crazy stuff on there. And I, you know, raised them as a single mom when they were younger. And so I always wanted to find things that we could do that were fun educational, but didn't cost me a lot of money. So we would make a list. That's the first thing. Make a list. Have your kids make a bucket list of all the things they want to do this summer and then maybe sort that list. Uh, You can vote on that list. Maybe you take all the ones that you know are really good and you put them in a hat and you draw one uh, and then the next day that's what you're going to do. That's what I did. So I would pull out the ones that were really unrealistic like I don't know, fly in an airplane, go to the moon. You know, those kinds of things that kids come up with. And I would put all the things in a hat that actually made sense and we would pull one and then that's what we would do the next day. And so making a list, having them have some say in the things that they want to do is one fun way to keep your kids involved in their summer planning. The second thing, we did this a lot. We camped in our backyard a lot. So when they were little, we had the tent, we would barbecue in the backyard, we would put the sleeping bags out there. And I think the first three or four times we did that, they never made it through the night, they'd end back up in their beds. So it was a great way to teach them how to start camping before we actually went camping. And so we would camp in our backyard a lot. And when they had friends over, they loved doing that. They would just pop those tents in the backyard and we would camp. I mean, we made s'mores. We we did everything as if we were in a campsite, but we were literally in our backyard. So think about camping in your backyard. It's a fun way, especially if you have really little ones, just to um, – not have to pack everything that it takes for you to go camping. Uh, My husband and I actually just bought a trailer. And so we're excited to actually do some camping. We're going to be camping over Father's Day weekend and again in July. Um, But I just keep dreading all the stuff I'm going to have to pack and then unpack in in that trailer. Um, The third one is day trips. We love day trips. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I'm really not a big traveler. I don't really like to be away from home for more than a couple of days at a time. So day trips were our thing. I would say because we live in such a beautiful area in Southern California, it doesn't take much to find somewhere to go for the day that is beautiful. The beach was definitely our go-to place. Um, I know a lot of people who have like beach days, like every Friday is beach day. Um, we would go to the beach a lot. We love the beach. Parks are great. We have a lot of great parks here. You could find any park that's around you and make it an outdoor adventure. Look for bugs. Look for flowers. Give your kids a camera. Have them start taking pictures. Um, give them a camera, not a phone. Give them a camera. Let them take some pictures with a camera out in nature. That is a super fun thing for kids to do. And then develop that film or get them digitally printed and make a collage for them of all their summer adventures. 
We also went to museums. So I liked to do things that were sometimes educational. So we would go to museums. We're lucky we have the Getty Museum up here we can go to in LA. But a lot of different um, fun little museums, even weird museums. Like, I don't know, find the quirkiest museum you can think of and go to that. We also like walking around little towns. So we would take a day trip to, um, my favorite day trip that we did was we would drive to the train station, which was five minutes from our house. We would get on the train and we would go down to San Juan Capistrano, which is if you're familiar with where the swallows come and the mission San Juan Capistrano mission, it's where the swallows come every year. Anyways, we would take the train. Okay, it's only literally like a 10 minute train ride. Like it's not that far. It's probably less than that, probably five minutes. It's really short. It's literally like a 10 minute drive from my house. We would take the train down to San Juan Capistrano and we would go to the petting zoo and we would pack our lunch and then we would get back on the train back to up the road and in the car and drive home. And the kids thought that was the best thing. Like we could have just done that day trip in our car. Like I said, literally 10 minutes down the road. But we would hop on the train. One time we uh, went all the way to Orange, which is probably 25, 30 minutes away when Krispy Kreme Donuts opened. We got Krispy Kreme Donuts. We got on the train, went to San Juan. (laughs) Went to the petting zoo, got back on the train, went back to Orange, and then came home. Like literally so many fun things you can do on the train. Um, So that's the third one. The fourth one is grow a garden. Okay, when my kids were little in the summer, they wanted to grow a garden. And I literally, you guys, cannot grow a fake plant. So I I thought, okay, this this will be fun. Let's grow a garden. So we uh, made a little planner. There was a planner actually in our house. The people we had bought our house from were really into gardening and grew all their own vegetables. So we had this planter on the side of the house that had some dirt in it. And I thought, oh, let's grow let's grow uh, watermelons and and pumpkins. Like that'll be good because then we'll have pumpkins for fall and watermelon. I don't know. I just thought I love watermelon. So let's just grow pumpkins. Okay. So we go to Home Depot. We buy the plants. We plant them in there. And again, not, you know, I'm not a green thumb here. Um, I didn't realize, oh, I mean, I knew they grew on a vein, on a vine, but I didn't realize how fast they grew. So we we planted the pumpkins and we planted the watermelons and we watered them and they went out there every day and they watered them and then we kind of forgot about them because uh, they're on the side of the house so we didn't see them all that often. And one day, I'm not even kidding you, we go over there and there is vine upon vine upon. It was insane. It had overgrown. It was super long. We had planted like 12 watermelon plants and like 12 pumpkin plants. I'm thinking we're gonna get 12 watermelon and 12 pumpkins. Oh no, 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 no. It was huge. There, It was so overgrown. I was like, okay, uh, we ain't growing anymore. But if you have a green thumb, have your kids grow a garden. You can even just do it in little cups if you want to. That would be super fun. The fifth one is to get together with your neighbors and get an ice cream truck or a, a, a snow cone truck. That is super fun. Like get a bunch of friends together, have a ice cream truck or snow cone truck, come over, do snow cones for the neighborhood. Like that costs a little bit of money, but that is a super fun way, especially if you have a neighborhood with a lot of kids and you have a lot of um parties outside like in your cul-de-sac or you're at a park or wherever. That is super fun. The kids love, love, love doing that. 
Uh, the sixth one is window shopping. Okay, my kids love to window shop and I really wanted to get them out and about. So we have a lot of great outdoor malls in Southern California. So we would walk around the Irvine Spectrum. We would walk around Fashion Island. We would go down to Balboa, like anywhere we could go where there were shops. And we would just walk around the shops, but we would always end with a surprise, which was usually ice cream. So we would walk around, look in the windows, talk about all the things we, you know, imagined we could own someday. And then we would um, get some ice cream and just sit there and just enjoy each other and just have fun with each other and just enjoy our time. And the last one is let them cook with you. I know this sounds scary, but here's the thing. In the summertime, I used to always have my kids plan dinner. Now, I was a stay-at-home mom, so that was a little bit easier. But even as a working mom, you could prep meals on Sundays. Um, and so we would uh, go to the store together. This It was so fun. They were probably, I don't know, Trey was probably seven. Mason, so Mason was five and a half and Ashton was four four yeah no five one three two yeah like two two years old Ash was probably two or three he could push a cart so he was old enough to push a cart though so three uh he started doing it but but Trey and Mason started doing this pretty early like as soon as they could push a cart probably four or five they really enjoyed cooking when they were four and five years old they would get the cart they would decide what they were going to make and then they would have a list. And so we would write the list. I would help them write the list. And I still have Ashton's list. I, can, I will never forget. He wanted to make pulled pork. Pulled pork. That was the thing he was going to make. And he wrote on his, I have the note somewhere. I got to find it. He wrote on his note, pull, P-O-L-E, pork. So when we have pulled, which is P-U-L-L-E-D, we usually call it pull pork because that's what Ashton called it. But they would get their shopping cart. They'd have their list that I would help them write. And then they were responsible for putting those items in the shopping cart and then putting them up on the conveyor belt. And then they would have their bags and then they would go home and we would unload the groceries. And then when, when it was their night to make dinner, they would cook dinner. And it was so fun um, for them to learn how to do those things. And usually they'd choose easy things like pizza or pulled pork or they never it was our fancy fancy stuff but one it got them to understand that there is a list that needs to be made there are ingredients that need to be bought and there's this process um, and then we cook it and then we clean it and then just the pride that they had about the items that they would make so summertime is a perfect time to have your kids start helping you in the kitchen if you're a working parent um, I did actually go back to work when the kids were um, in school for a little bit. And it is a lot harder to do summertimes. Usually you have to do camps, but there are so many things you can do at night. I remember even um, at night when I would come home, uh, when I was working, let's say it was 4.30 or 5 o'clock at night, and I would get home and we would just take a walk. Like even just getting out in the air and having a walk with them was um, was just time that I wish I could have back to just sit with them again in those parks and just watch them play and above all just let them be kids life is too short take it from me the person whose kids are all grown up 25 24 and 21 um 
and they are moving on with their lives. They are becoming adults or they are adults. They are working full-time jobs. They, My youngest is getting ready to graduate college in another year. Like it goes fast. People tell you that. You're like, yeah, whatever. But I'm telling you again, it goes fast. So enjoy that time when you have them in their home. Um, enjoy that time when they're little and you have those summers, even though I know by the end of July or maybe even one weekend of summer vacation, you are going to be pulling your hair out. Just know that this time goes fast and enjoy it all, mamas. I hope that this gave you some great ideas for summer. Remember, we're going to be taking a little break, so I'll catch you back in here in July, and then I'll catch you back in here once probably in August, um, and then in September, we will be full force back in fall with the Mom Squad. If you have not reviewed our episode yet, please do. What are you waiting for? Get over there and review the episode. I would love to hear some reviews and what you think about the podcast, and everybody get out there and have a blessed day. See you later. Hey mamas, did you love that episode? If so, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcast. I love hearing about what resonated with you and how you're going to show up in the world as a God-centered mom. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Mom Squad and join our Mom Squad Facebook group linked in the show notes. Lastly, feel free to share this episode with other moms who need to hear this message. And don't forget to tag me on your social media platforms at melissa.wheelahan. Till next time, God bless.